Yeah, so I was like that 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 like snot nosed child prodigy kind of guy that like was super arrogant. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Thanks so much for joining us today for this episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. Today, we've got a pretty cool repeat guest, the self-proclaimed all-in-one agency, Jason Craig. And you can hear what he does in his own words. I mean, when it comes down to it, I draw pictures. Since his last time on the show, Jason has made some really incredible accomplishments, benefiting not only his career, but the city of Augusta as a whole. So I, I have this tend- tendency to pretend like I'm not humble. And he's done some things that I think I can confidently say no one else could. Make a Chicken Philly logo and win a worldwide competition with it. I, I want to see somebody do that. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Drop the Disc Podcast. If you enjoy today's episode, all we ask is that you leave us a rating or review wherever you listen or even better, tell a friend because all of that helps us to grow. We've got some cool episodes coming out this month, so make sure you stay tuned. And of course, this episode, like every episode, is presented by our friend, Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. I'm sure you've doubtlessly heard about interest rates and the real estate market fluctuating all over the place, not just this year, but these last couple of years. So when I'm in the market, I always call Nancy first. I always ask her my questions and she always gives me great feedback. And if you want that same awesome access to somebody that loves Augusta and is passionate about real estate, check her out online at powellpropertypros.com. Just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date, yeah. And I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste, I got moves I'ma make, yeah. It doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc Ay. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc uh. Learn a lot about the 706 to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AG in the mix, just drop the disc Just drop the disc Better drop the disc This intro song was performed by C-Lark C.L-A-R-K You can find him wherever you get your music Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. We are Drop the Disc Podcast. We have a special guest coming back onto the show. Yeah. Uh, we've taken a deep dive into his life, uh, but now we're going to get an update on his right. life. So uh, if you guys love this episode, when you guys love this episode and you want to learn more about our guest, October 17th, 2019, uh, Escaping the Snow is the episode you want to go. You'll get the full in-depth story. But for today in studio, we have... Jason Craig. That's it. You, that's you got me. That was your line. Yeah, you got <laughs> it. All I had to do say my name. Yeah, you're good. All right, that's a wrap. That's it. it. I can, I'll just it. reuse the rest of the other episode for Perfect. the rest of it. Perfect. So we got this cool magazine sitting in front of us right now that you're going to tell us yeah. about in a minute. And we do want to get a little bit of a background for people that are new listeners. Mm-hmm. But before we do any of that, can you give us like a little 30, 60 second, you know, what you what you do in Augusta, where people might know you from? Absolutely. Uh, my name, like I said, Jason Craig. I am an Augustan. I've lived here since uh, the late 90s, and I'm a visual artist and graphic designer here in town. I'm a recipient of the Public Art Award from the Arts Council. Uh, I've done a lot of logos and brands that you've probably seen around, and some of them you don't even realize I did. Uh, And I used to have a studio called Pink Slips that we did a lot of art events and things. So, uh, For those of you that don't know that name, you know the building. It was yeah, pink. yeah, yeah. It was the one that used to have the pink stripes on it. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've been out here on this art scene for twenty plus years, twenty five years. Done a lot of art shows, put on a lot of art events. Uh, done a lot. I live right across the bridge in North Augusta. 
I get I, I can kind of sit right there on the river and and survey downtown and make sure everything's cool. And uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> the art mayor. That's kind the of the art it. mayor. I try. I try. Yeah. <laughs> so Jason, uh, you mentioned, and we're gonna do a little quick bio. And if you guys mm-hmm. want more information on this, because it's a pretty cool story, right? Um, go ahead and listen to that old episode and come back. But give us a little bit of a background. I know you're not from Augusta, right. so. You know, how do you get here? What do you do before you uh, work for yourself? Uh, well, I grew up in the Midwest in Illinois, uh, not the Chicago part of Illinois, the corn and <laughs> the rest of it. Yeah, the rest <laughs> of Illinois. And from a young age, I just I didn't I I wasn't a fit there. I I didn't like the snow. I didn't like the corn. I didn't <laughs> like it. the gray sky. There was nothing <laughs> much I liked about it. And so uh, I had it in my head, kind of foolish. I was going to move to Atlanta, just sort of, you know, I was a dumb kid, just pick a city out of a phone book and, and that's where I was going to move. <laughs> and my father's company, he's in construction, ended up moving him to Augusta about a year after I graduated high school. And he called me and he was like, yo, instead of moving to Atlanta, come check out Augusta. And really like the proximity to the beach, I liked it a lot better. Because uh, before then, before I was 18, I'd only seen the ocean twice. And so I was like, yeah, that looks cool. I like to go hang out at the beach and, you know, start living my life that I missed shoveling snow. And uh, it was Master's Week 98. Right after Master's Week, I, I just packed up my stuff and moved down here. And I saw Artist Row. I saw a lot of really cool stuff downtown that I didn't have where I grew up. And I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, Augusta is cool. Like, hometown of James Brown. Like, I knew who that was. He was the guy on Rocky IV. You know? so, uh, <laughs> that's uh, how we all know him. That's right. <laughs> and so there was just so many cool things that I could recognize immediately. Just the fact that there was more than one movie theater. Like, like the things that I just didn't have in a small town. And I thought it was super cool. And so I moved here. And then from that, just started realizing how many possibilities there are here and how much you can really do here. And, and I really owe everything to this town because I could not have done what I do where I'm from. You have kind of a cool perspective because a lot of people who have moved here or, or live here now haven't lived in a smaller town Yeah, and, and even up north too. So I, I think that's kind of cool to hear about. But I do, I, I do want you to give us just a little hint at the stuff you did before you moved here because I know – at yeah. one point, you were working in the comics world. Yeah. You had some cool stuff going on. Yeah, so I was like that 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 like snot nosed child prodigy kind of guy that like <laughs> was super arrogant, and like I got the art award in high school and and did all these things, and then uh, I started going to school. But then I found out that there was this company that was coloring comic books, and I wasn't really into comic books per se. Like I liked superheroes and stuff, but I didn't I didn't read comic books. Right. But they were coloring comic books. They were using Photoshop and, and Macintosh computers, you know. And, and I didn't even own a computer when I was a kid. And I went in there, and I started harassing them. And they gave me an application kind of thing. They had me color some stuff, and I sucked out. I was really bad. <laughs> and I just bugged them and bugged them all summer while I was going to school. And then one day, like, I just wore them down. And they gave me a job, uh coloring comic books and I was working for Disney doing children's books. And then eventually I got up to doing like Superman and Batman, like justice league for Di- for uh, DC and doing a lot of really cool stuff. And like that, um, what is that? It would be like the December, like, like uh, Christmas break from school. Like I worked a whole bunch and made like a bunch of money. And I was like, why am I going to school? If I can sit <laughs> here and color comic books and make money. <laughs> and so, um, that is how I saved up enough money to move. You know, I, I had that, that job, which was, which was really cool, but it was still like as cool as that job was like, there was times I had to spend the night because it had snowed and the plow didn't come to like get me back home. And so I had to like, you know, I'm just exhausted from this day at work. You walk outside, you just see this sea of white and I was driving like an 85 Nissan Sentra that's not going to go <laughs> through the snow. And it's just like, well, I guess I'm gonna go back inside and stare at the floor. And so that was just sort of like you know, seeing that mountaintop of where I was from and that mountaintop was really just a small hill. <laughs> it wasn't mm-hmm. even that high of a mountaintop. So uh, that kind of got me a good start in seeing that being a creative is a viable thing. It's possible and it's something that I could do. And of course, whenever I got here, those skills did not translate to any profession that was going on in Augusta. And <laughs> right. so I showed up and I was like, yeah, I color comic books. And they're like, uh, 
Mm-hmm. We need a guy that can fold T-shirts. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm folding T-shirts. So uh, I had to work my way up. I had to go to, like, uh, work at sign shops and T-shirt shops and blueprint shops and learn a lot of on-the-job training type stuff. And I became – I started working at the Metro Spirit, became the creative director there. And around that time, like, after all that stuff, then I kind of, like, started liking design. I started actually enjoying my job. And, which is crazy to say because I know so many people that it's like their dream to be a creative. And for me, it was just, it was the only thing I knew how to do. Mm. And so uh, with that, I just sort of, I wasn't super passionate about it, but I could do it. And then I just, things started clicking, you know, uh, ideas that I had started coming through in my work and people started listening to me a little bit. And that was the thing that I was really uh I really liked that. I liked whenever people listened to me. Right. And my ideas got better and better and I didn't mind having dumb ideas. And I still don't mind having dumb ideas. <laughs> and it's, it's cool whenever somebody will like hitch their wagon to that and just be like, yeah, yeah. Take your dumb ideas and do them for me. And, <laughs> and they're not always dumb ideas. It just doesn't scare me to have dumb right. ideas. So, um, right. That's kind of it. You know, I, I, I went and worked at an agency where Stuart, and I was there for like six and a half years. And then from there, I went to Westaboo and I was there for three years. And, and then I went out on my own. And it wasn't ever my goal to work for myself. I, I like being around people. I like working right. with people. But it was just at a time where it made the most sense. And I did that about six months before COVID. Yeah. And so I had a head start on working from home. Right. I had a head start on not having a job. Right. You know? Yeah. So, so I kind of got into COVID with a little bit of uh, a run up to it. So uh, I've been doing that for three years now, which is crazy to Congratulations. say. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's crazy to say that COVID was like started three years ago. Right. Yeah. It is uh, crazy. It's, it's nuts. But uh, yeah, I've been doing it for three years and I think that I'm finally starting to figure it out and, and have a good time with it and getting some really cool work and I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I love what I do. It's the best job I've ever had. Now, three years ago, when we talked to you, um, right before COVID, uh, you were a part of this kind of smaller agency is the wrong word, but kind of collective, collective, uh, pink slips. Yeah. Um, it was you and a few other artists. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I know pink slips isn't around anymore. Let, but let's, you know, let's give some shout outs to those guys. Where are they now? Yeah. So, uh, pink slips was a, was like a a co-op of sorts. And, There's the word. Um, we had a spot down on the corner of Jones and 13th Street. And basically it was it started out with, with five of us that were sort of printmakers, artists, and we just needed a space to work. Right. We needed a space that wasn't our house just to, to get away and go work. What, was it independent artists? It was. Yeah, okay. we were just all on our we, – we all paid for a little – corner of the of the of the area we had a big community table in the middle and then there were some woodworkers that were in the back and so it it sort of was just a little space where we it was like no frills we didn't have the internet we didn't have an air conditioner but we'd go in there and work well after a while we kind of wanted to expand on it and invite people in to do what we were doing and, and kind of show them what we were doing and we named it we named it pink slips and uh we started having art night and we did it about 12 times, and we had a couple Christmas parties. But we would roll up the door, and just anybody who wanted to come and be creative could. And it was so funny because everybody's like, I mean, it'll never work. It'll never work. I was like, why, why will it not work? You know, if five people show up. It's it, working. It, it's working, right. <laughs> Second time we did it, we had 150 people show up. It's crazy. All at once, all at one time. And the the pictures are so awesome it's it's just people everywhere having a good time just hanging out like talking everybody's got common interests and and the best part was is is most of those people i'd never met them before that's awesome and so i got to meet all these creatives from around town and people that weren't even from the area that just heard that it was like a cool thing there was one night where like facebook said that it was the best event going on that night because we'd have them on like tuesdays or thursdays you know like Mm -hmm. third thursday or something and it was like this 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 car pulled up and these four young ladies like looked very professional like they were going to like a chamber event <laughs> like each of them got out and they each had their own bottle of wine in their own glass and they were coming they w- went to the crosswalk and they walked across and I was like I need to go talk to them make sure they're in the right place because again like no AC like concrete dirty floor and I was like uh, how y'all doing oh we're good well, why are you here is this art night it's like yeah. 
yeah, Facebook said this is the coolest thing going on, so we're here. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, but could y'all just open one bottle of wine at a time instead of each of y'all chugging your own? Because we, we, we run a nice place here. <laughs> um, so we did that several times. And then it, it was great, and I got a grant from the Porter Fleming Foundation to paint the front of it, and we painted those pink stripes up there. And for a while, that was like the hottest spot to take your Instagram yes, pictures. Yes, that, just that was where bloggers day, went. Yep, all day. So I'd be in there working, and I would just hear people people talking outside. And it was so funny because for the first few months of it, I every time I hear people talking, I thought it was April Henry out front, April <laughs> April Henry King, and I thought it was her. So I'd poke my head out to say hey, and it, and it wasn't her. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's not her. Well, it got to where. Like I would have the door open and these mostly young ladies would, would come up to take their picture. And some of them came from Atlanta, Columbia, wow. Charlotte, like they Savannah. Wow. Like they came from all over. Wedding photographers came. And I just kind of told them, you know, I was like, I'm going to close this door while I work. When you're done, just bang on the door so I know you're done and I'll roll up the door. <laughs> some of those days it never came back up. <laughs> I went outside one time and there was 30 people like in a line that weren't even together. It was just 30 people there taking pictures. Crazy. I saw uh, a mom do like a little Easter shoot with her daughters like in February. So I got to, I have nuts. to ask who designed that look? The, the, uh, the whole thing. Yeah, it was me. So it was <laughs> me and I have to give some credit to uh, Mariana uh, Williams because she oh, yeah. had, we, you know, we were bouncing ideas off of each other and we came to this, uh, motif of like these world war one battleships they used to have this dazzle camo and they would paint these all different random black and white stripes and what it did is it made it so you couldn't tell how many there were mm. how far they were sort of like zebras right and so I, I just sort of liked that idea of camouflage well then i also decided i like the idea of painting it hot pink and so <laughs> it was sort of like a, a, a it's like a ironic camouflage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, kind of, it's camouflage, but it's also hot pink. So like, I was like, I want it to look like if you were staring down into a pack of big league chew, and and found you know that's what we did, and it it, it turned out perfect, and and it just hit immediately. That's awesome. And it, it you know unfortunately with COVID, the there was no art shows. Having a studio like that did not make a lot of sense. And and I mean we hung on there till like October of 2020, mm -hmm. and. At that time, you know, none of us could believe that it was going to go till May and then June right. and then July. And then just, you know, I couldn't believe the St. Patrick's Day parade got canceled. Right. So we made it all the way to October and we just had to make that tough decision to, to let it go. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where we all grew out of it in a lot of ways. We miss it in a lot of ways. But, um, you know, it, it, it it served its purpose for us and for the community. And I hoped it would have had a lot longer lasting effect. Um, and you know, it's one of those things where if there's a need for it again, we'll open another one. We'll do it again. It, it, we saw how it can be done. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we had Matt Porter, who's the education director at the Morris museum that I just recently did a mural camp with him. We had Mariana, who was a professor at AU. We had uh, Jacob and Anna, uh, who are both in Chicago now, went to grad school at the Art Institute in Chicago. Wow. And then uh, we had Brian McGrath, who is now at AU. So, I mean, all of us went on to do much bigger things <laughs> right. from, from that little garage. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, and, and, and it was just cool to have a place to go in, and you could see where other people had done work, and it inspired you to do work. Right. And so it's a, it, was a, it was a really cool spot. But like I said, if if there's a need for it, if if there is a void that somebody's not filling and we feel like it's our job to fill it again, then we'll open another one. That's the beautiful thing about Augusta. That is the beautiful thing about Augusta. You can do stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be back with more of the Drop the Disc podcast with Jason Craig. I want to take this opportunity to shout out and praise Manny Hatsitz. We interviewed Manny and we talked about his business venture that he's been really, it just came out of nowhere. He took the opportunity and he went for it. It's Manny Sports Off Broad Street. You got to check it out. The location is in the old Hive location right next door to Bees Knees at 215 10th Street. That's right downtown. It is a great spot. 
plenty of TVs, over 15 TVs playing all the sports that you want to watch. Check them out, Manny's on Broad. So we've got like a decent amount of your background of, and, and even a little yeah. bit recently, you know, from what I understand, you're an artist, but when I see you on LinkedIn, for yeah. example, I see a lot of other sides of what you do. Right. You mentioned a mural camp. Let's get into that in a minute. But I know that you do speaking events. Um, tell us, tell us all the poster things. Show. That you, yeah, tell us all yeah. the things that you do. I mean, the poster show. I have three of those on my same. wall right now. So you've I mean, decorated my house. Um, what are what are some of the the non design things? Because we can, you know, yeah. what are some of the non design so things? You I, I have this tendency tendency to pretend like I'm not humble, <laughs> but I'm I'm actually quite <laughs> humble. Um, Wow, where do we start? It's an so, interesting way to put that yeah, on a podcast well, I, talking well, about it's, yourself. It's just like that. I can talk about myself <laughs> and then you, you didn't even talk about half the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, poster show. So last year, uh, 2021, we did the first ever Augusta poster show. And some advice for anybody doing an event in Augusta. There is not a lot of competition for these events. You don't have to name them crazy stuff. You can just call them art night poster show. <laughs> you can just call them. A really trend. See, There's yeah, a trend. We're not in Atlanta where you got to like compete with other sides of town. Like you can just name your thing, whatever it is, especially if you're the first one to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, this was the Augusta poster show. It was 30 artists with 30 different posters. They were all $30. It just was made it everything easy and easy to remember. We had it at the wow club in North Augusta at the, at the SRP, SRP Park. Park. Yep. Yeah. And part of it was that I had just done coming off the heels of pink slips where we were like, we're going to have all these people in here in this dirt floor with, with no amenities, no nothing and have a good time. I was like, I want to take that all the way to the other end. And I want to do the, the, the best production, like most accommodated, most appointed event that I could possibly do. And that's what I did. I took it. The wow club was super cool. Most people have never been there. Right. It's a big glass cube that overlooks Augusta. I mean, it's not unlike where we're sitting right now. You right. can see all of Augusta from up there. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a perfect backdrop to have a poster show that celebrates Augusta. And I like making posters and really a lot of the events I do, it's just because I want to participate and nobody else is putting them on. So it's like, well, I can put on a poster show and participate in it. I spent about six months and about $12,000 to put on the show. And I bet I spent three hours on my poster for the poster <laughs> show. So it just shows like where, where my passion really lies. Right. Um, it was a, it was a success. The Friday night we had the VIP reception and it, if you ask anybody that was there, it was, I was there. It was incredible. It was bananas. It was there awesome. Was so many people. In Stuff fact, was selling out. It was that was in thing. fact, if you don't get VIP, you're going to get pick slim pickings. Yeah. <laughs> it was it we we really underestimated like what was going to happen with that. And when I signed the contract, I, it was still during pandemic and it we we're you know, we still weren't having a lot of events and I took a gamble and they said that, you know, if there's still lockdown or whatever, that you can only have 55 people in here. And 55 people is not enough to have a successful event. Right. right. And I signed it, and I think it was around May that they lifted all the restrictions. We had the poster show in July, and it, people were hungry for it. They just wanted to go. And it was so cool because I saw all these different groups of people that knew each other but didn't necessarily socialize, go to the same events. Right. And they all saw each other, and it was like this mix of, like, a real cross-section of Augusta folks because you had people from all over converging in this one thing. And with so many different artists that had connections to Augusta, it, it, there was a lot for everybody. Right. We sold so many posters. Um, we and sold out. I'm curious, how did that work? Did the, did the artists get... A percentage back? They got a percentage. Okay. So with a lot of the poster shows, what happens is you print the posters, you show up with your stack of posters, and then the organization that's doing it sells them, and then you get a percentage after you've made them. With this, I handled all the printing. I got wow. everything made. I did all the production. That was that investment that uh, I had to do. I had no sponsors, um, which was intentional. I didn't. I couldn't go out. I, I didn't. Have time. I, no, no, it wasn't that. Okay. It was that. It was that. With this first one, I've been dealing with artists for 
20, as long as I, I am an artist. And there's just a huge amount of distrust with things. And you ask an artist to do something, you ask a group of artists to do things, and they want to know why. Mm-hmm. What's this for? Who are you? Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What's in it for you? And so I really just wanted to have it be an artist-driven thing, where if you don't trust me, don't be in the poster show, <laughs> because I picked the artist, I chose what went where, I did it. I, I, it was not a democracy in this thing, <laughs> and it went really well. It was great. So, uh, Saturday was an all-day free event. It was all family-friendly. And we had DJs. We had all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. It was Coco so cool. was there. Coco, Coco Rubio. Was there. Yeah, Justin Heath organized all the DJs. And if you don't know Justin, he is he he's incredible. He is he 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 loves Augusta as much as I do, and uh, he's a he's a great guy. And he really did a great job. He introduced us to DJs that most of us had never seen before or heard of that have now went on to do events. And so uh, it was just it was just really. Good. And then, obviously, uh, everybody wanted to know if we are going to do it again this year. Mm-hmm. And I've decided that I think I'm going to make it an every other year event. Uh, so that was my next question. So it will yeah. come back, and you're thinking it's gonna next come year? Back. Yeah. So Phoenix Printing partnered with us on this. Uh, mm-hmm. to, they did all the printing, and they've already got the paper for the next show. I'm sure they're excited about it. They are. And that was part of it is like, even at the event, I was sort of like looking around and taking it in and just really happy with what we had done. And I was happy with that being it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, I'll, I'll come up with something different. And the folks at Phoenix just walked up and patted me on the back and they're like, so next year when we do this, I was like, well, you know, and so, uh, they're psyched about it. And, uh, I just I just felt like with this year, things were just a little bit different. There's a lot of other events going on, and so it it didn't have the exact same sort of sense of urgency the first one did. But I think by giving it an extra year to breathe, people are seeing these posters around town. Like I walked in your studio, and these posters are sitting here. You go to <laughs> Lazaza, you go to the the Augusta Candle Company. I mean, there's. Nowhere if you come to my home office, your, your you'll home see three at the 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 <laughs> hub uh, over on on Walton Way. That's a pretty Harrisburg. cool place. Have you ch- you checked it out? I haven't been there yet. I, I haven't checked by, it but out. They either. bought every single poster. They bought oh, all crap. thirty posters for wow. the hub. And that was the cool thing about that event. It just it made this art so accessible to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a cool thing because yeah. I I I'm not you know I I don't have the money to buy right you know full paintings, works of art, originals, that kind of thing. But if you give me, you know, if you give me five posters for a hundred dollars or something like that, now that's palatable and I can, I can really make a dent in my house, uh, literally hanging them with each Um, poster connecting to you in some way. Exactly. Yeah. If you love Augusta, Augusta. (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a cool thing. Uh, what was, what was, what was the other so thing? So I know, I know you've done some speaking stuff. Oh yeah. Speaking. Yeah. Yeah, how does so. that happen for an artist? What do you talk about? Like how to draw? So no, no, I I, I've never actually, like I've spoke at, I guess the university is like business school a million times and never once at the art school. And so, uh, <laughs> a lot of times I talk to younger designers, mm-hmm. the, especially that just got out of school. And it's funny cause it's such a contradiction cause everybody goes around, they're like, you know, uh, you could work for DC and then you could just move across the country and then you can have a successful career. And even though that's what I did, it's not typical. It's not a typical story for everybody that graduates college to, to go off and, and do exactly what they want, where they want to do it. And so I just feel there's a lot of bad advice out there. And so I kind of go try to correct that a little bit and tell my story. And I, I tell them that it's been a long path and that I've had a lot of highlights, but there's a lot of regular mundane, boring stuff that I do as well. I just have a tendency to really be able to celebrate those high points mm-hmm. and focus on that and not focus on the fact that I haven't sold a painting in three years. So uh, <laughs> I don't even know if that's true, but, <laughs> but, but you gotta go check that. Yeah. And so I get to, I, I just, I'm not afraid of speaking. And so I guess I got good enough at it that people started asking me to do it. They started paying for me to fly around the country I've made so many of my f- closest friends through that, through these like design conferences. And, and you kind of built this through LinkedIn 
is is that some is it. that a real thing? Because I've seen real. you talk yeah, about so that. I spoke at Rotary. I spoke at uh, the the Kiwanis Club. Like like all these things that they would have never even known about me if I wasn't on LinkedIn because they're right. not right. They're not checking my Instagram and, right. and, and hitting me up. But I put it out there on LinkedIn, and almost immediately these other uh, doors opened. Mm. And so it's 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 funny whenever you're speaking to a bunch of designers who basically all look like me. Mm-hmm. it's one thing but then whenever you go to, into a room and you're speaking to professionals in your community that are the ones that own the banks and and make the gears really turn and it's like what do you talk about how do i impress these people how do i make them think that i am worth them coming to see yeah and so a lot of that what i all i did is i i i was like well instead of getting up here and being like i'm the best at this i'm the best at that I just wanted to get up there and I basically showed him the things I do when I'm not in Augusta. And I told him my, 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 my kind of disclaimer at the beginning was, uh, this is going to look like my vacation pictures because this is not going to look like a job. And I showed him all this cool stuff that I get to do. And, and they put me in a Braves commercial. Like there's been a lot of cool things. And it was so funny because at the end, they, a lot of folks came up to me and they're like, you are so different than what we're used to. Even, even when I spoke at YPA, the, the mm-hmm. YPA folks were like, you are so different than what we're used to hearing. And I guess it's unfortunate for me that I don't know what everybody's used to hearing. <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't want to be doing that. Though, well, I, you know? I, I've done it. I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, at, the, at things I didn't really want to go to. And a lot of times, like with especially like a business luncheon, you go in and the speakers are generally pretty exciting i want to hear them but then it's like you got to run back to work right and and really what you want to do is go hang out and see you guys you want to see your your friends your colleagues and there's like a two minutes before and two minutes after right and so uh that's that's the way that a lot of those things that i came up going to felt and so i just want them to be different i want to go and be at least entertaining and so uh I, I hate it whenever somebody just kind of delegates somebody to go see a person talk. Like I want everybody to want to come and see me speak. And so I've just kind of honed that craft and I come up with interesting things to talk about. And I try to have a point whenever I speak. <laughs> I don't just, it's not just bragging or, or saying vacation hey, photos. Yeah. I'm not trying to make you feel bad about your life by <laughs> showing you my life, but I always want there to be a point. And I hope that somebody takes something from it. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I have the ability to, to make, an impact on people, especially people in Augusta. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Jason Craig on the Drop the Disc podcast. The Clubhouse is Augusta's nonprofit innovation center located inside the Georgia Cyber Center. So it just makes perfect sense that we would love them. And in fact, we're members ourselves. So if you're looking for an inexpensive place to work, the Clubhouse at theclubhouse.se has memberships starting less than $50 per month where you can get a rotating desk and access to their conference rooms. And if you're trying to grow a business, they have space for you as well. Plus, they have their Make Startups program at makestartups.com, where they help small businesses to grow and eventually to get funded, which is really, really exciting to see right here in Augusta, Georgia. Check them out, theclubhow.se. I want to finish with talking about the things that you're kind of doing in your hemisphere. Yeah. You mentioned the Braves commercial. That was something I was about to ask you about. Yeah. I know that, first of all, let's clarify this. What do you do? Because we've, yeah, you know, yeah, we've, yeah. You, you can't yeah. see my arms, but I'm so, all the way so out on both is, sides, you so know? So this is the, this is the, the, if whenever I see my grandparents. <laughs> right. And, what's your, what's your job? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who pays you? Uh, and it's a very good question because yeah. it's, it is something that I still try to figure out. <laughs> and it's not, it's, I, I, I don't figure out, like, I'm not saying like, where does money come from? Yeah. I've, I've figured that part out, but it's like, like the job description, the job description. Yeah. And so the thing that I do is I, I design brands. I am an illustrator and occasionally I paint murals and, and, and sort of advocate for public art. Um, all, most days, day like eight hours a day, I'm designing logos for restaurants. Uh, recently, I did a bunch of restaurants in Augusta. And like right now, I'm focused doing all the stuff for Banjo BQ for AB Beverage. And these are things that 
that I'm able to kind of do a lot of different things with because of my experience. I can illustrate, but I can design and I mm-hmm. can do enough copywriting that I can get by. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, my ideas, when, when people listen to my ideas, it's it, it just sort of fuels me more and makes me do better work. And so like Banjo BQ is a perfect example. It's moving to October and I've just started working with, with them and we've started putting out stuff and it's got me into doing video work and it's got me doing all kinds of things that maybe for most clients I wouldn't be doing. But for this, it's, it's such a big event and there's so many moving parts to it that it's like I can use all this different expertise in all these different areas. And then because I make my own schedule, I'm, I'm kind of wise enough to not load myself down with other stuff. It's like I'm focused on this client. Call me in November after it's the event is over (laughs) because the last thing I want to do is, is have this be my big thing I'm working on and then tell them, well, I'll be able to get to that in a couple of weeks. If they if they wanted that kind of stuff, they could just go to any other agency or anything. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that I'm able to, to kind of ebb and flow with my work, you know, choose that. And so, um, yeah, I illustrate. I draw. I like. I mean, when it comes down to it, I draw pictures. <laughs> so. What are some of the restaurants that you did locally? So some, some new ones. Yeah, I know. I know pe- yeah, people are going to know these. I did uh, Soul City Pizza. Okay. Yes. So that was that was the one. George and them. I'd worked with them on Drift. Yep. And so uh, I did Drift, and then they opened Soul City Pizza, and that was a, that was a really fun one. And it was so fun to watch them open that place. Uh, and just see those logos like painted everywhere. Yeah, and, right. And they did such a good job with. It. I mean, it was exactly like they described it to me. They're <laughs> like, we want it to feel nostalgic, but not like in like a Stranger Things like, you know, trendy kind of way. We just wanted to feel like old school pizza place, like it's been there forever. And I think they did it. They they nailed that vibe. Mm-hmm. I did. I rebranded Sheehan's, uh, which to me was like a big deal. I mean, as an institution, yeah. And, right. And so a uh, lot of folks go there every Friday night. And so Mm -hmm. like for me, that was one where it's like, man, I hope I'm good enough to do that. (laughs) And I feel like I nailed that one. That was a really fun one that I got to do. I redid Villa Europa. They got a food truck too. I did the food truck. I did, I consolidated all their brands, made a new thing. Uh, That was a trip. I got to go over there and hang out with them a whole bunch. (laughs) And if anybody in Augusta needs a reality show, it's the folks at Villa Europa because it, it, every time I would go there, I never wanted to leave. And I'm talking about like in the morning, like when they're prepping for the day, I would show up and I would like walk in the back door and there'd just be like ladies in the back, like chopping up chicken with butcher knives, just like looking at me like, what are you doing here? And I would just keep my head down and hope to get through the gauntlet like <laughs> without losing my head. And it was just, it was such a fun project to work on. And now they're ramping up for Oktoberfest. So that's how I kind of gauge if I did a good job, if they call me to work again. And so they're like, can you do us an Oktoberfest poster? And I was like, yes, I can do you an Oktoberfest poster. Let's get it. And so uh, I did some others. I did, a, oh, Soka. Uh, it's a Caribbean vegan yes. place mm-hmm. over by Sprouts. That place is new, right? Brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, George I didn't know Alexander, you did their art. That's very cool. I did. I painted the wall. I did everything for them. I even helped name them. Wow. Uh, so that was one that was very interesting because that was like from that was like from the ground up, like complete branding. Uh, nothing existed before it came in, and they just opened, and it looks like they're doing great. They keep selling out of all their food, and we got to go to the friends and family thing, and, nice. and it was really great. Uh, I feel like there's – I mean, I did Bex. I, I, I've done quite a few different right. things. <laughs> No big uh, deal. We, th- yeah. we could do like a like a local guide of places to eat that you did the branding for. I yeah. feel like it'd be pretty extensive. And it, it, it might be. Well, <laughs> the, the other thing, the other one I, I have that's probably my favorite is I do a lot of stuff for Bodega Ultima for Carrie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do their brand, but I've done so much merch and just all these projects. Did and you we do just, the, the mugs with I did the, the dog? Mugs, yes. All my girlfriend Ash actually there. loves those. did bandanas. I've done all the T-shirts. So you walk in there and you see my fingerprints on a lot of stuff. Uh, and, and, and me and Carrie work together really well and, and he'll call me every time he's got an idea and, and we just throw it in the mix and, and, and start doing it. Uh, so yeah, the restaurant thing kind of, it, 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 I, it was the thing I kind of spoke into existence because one day I was kind of feeling bad about myself for whatever reason. And I was talking to a friend, I was like, I'll never get to do a restaurant in Augusta. 
I've priced myself out of it, you know, whatever I was saying at the time. And then I did nine in three months. <laughs> so uh, That's crazy. Yeah. And, I, and I'd love to do more. I, I mean, it was, it was like a thing that I kind of figured out how to do this, this thing. And, and it was a ton of fun. That's awesome. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the exciting conclusion of the Drop the Disc podcast with Jason Craig. One of my favorite things about Savannah River Brewing Company is the partnership we've created over the past three years. Every year, for one time, David and I get to go into the brew house and brew our favorite type of beer. It might be anything that we want, or it might be depending on what we'll win, and it will be available August 26th and 27th for anybody coming and try. Now here's the thing. We're going up against each other. So your job is to come in, grab our two beers, and vote for your favorite. No bias here, but we both know that I'm going to win. Here's the thing. Savannah River Brewing Company has been doing great things in the community like this, as well as other really cool events. I just checked out their Friday night karaoke, and it was a blast. Check them out, Savannah River Brewing Company, www.savannahriverbrew.com. So... We, we kind of brushed on you also doing murals. Yeah. So can we talk about some of the murals you've done in Augusta? Absolutely. And then if there's any murals outside of Augusta that you've done oh, that yeah. you're very proud of. Yeah. So let's see. The most, the ones people, I, I, I worked with a group. We did the um, Keep Downtown Augusta Funky mural. That was yes. designed by Leonard Zimmerman. And then he, I, and uh, April Henry King and Brad, we painted that one on a Wow. Sunday. Uh, there's two on each, there's one on each side of it. There's an astronaut that I'd painted with, <laughs> with Jackie Mayo. And then there's a scuba diver on the other side that I painted as a part of a program through the arts council. I painted the get up Augusta mural, which I've painted twice. Now I painted it once on broad street. And now it's over on the side of pineapple ink. Thank you. Please continue to spread our brand. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> I painted one of the traffic boxes on 9th and Broad, or 10th and Broad, Mm -hmm. out in front of Soul Bar. I painted that. Uh, The Respect Mural, which is over on the bell. That's a big one. Yeah, Yeah. that was was fun. I got got a Porter Fleming grant to do that, and that was a package deal with the pink stripes on on the front of pink slips. You're probably responsible for so many Instagram pictures. Yes. Like, if you could somehow see that, I bet it would blow all of our minds. So, let me tell you what I do, And, and, and I... Me and some of my art friends, we have differing opinions on how things should work. And what I do when I'm painting a mural is I find the vantage point for a phone. I take out yeah. my phone and I back up and I hold it up and then I mark the borders of that that screen. For mural for, pictures. For that. Yeah. And I mean, it's we don't want people standing in the road to take a picture. That's, right. that's really what it is. And I mean, it comes down to right. I want people to take pictures in front of my stuff. I don't want them to have to stand in the road to do it. So I want all of them. I want everybody to be able to stand on the curb. And a lot of times, business owners or whoever asked me to do it come out and they go, oh, I thought it'd be a, I thought it'd be bigger. And I show them that exact thing. I was like, stand right here and frame out, put yourself yeah. in the picture. And they're like, oh, that looks great. Yeah, yeah. It's like, would you rather it be bigger or would you rather everyone post a picture? Exactly. Right. And so I try to make them photogenic. And to me, that is part of the thought process of, of the art of it. It's not necessarily about covering an entire wall with as much stuff as I can. It's, it's like, what is the purpose of this? Get my message out, get the thing I want out there, but do it in a way where it will spread easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, the respect mural is another great example. Like I put mm-hmm. it on the side of pink slips because that is a very busy traffic area. That is a huge traffic area. Uh, people going to the cyber center would come through there on the mm-hmm. AU buses. And I wanted them to see that. I wanted them to see the parts of downtown that I love. Mm-hmm. And, when we left the pink slips, I called um, Chris Bird at the Bell, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You've been talking about getting a mural. I got one right here. I painted it on wood. You can move it, y'all." I swear to God, he sent some people over by noon. That thing was <laughs> over at the Bell, mounted on the wall outside by noon. So wow. you painted that at home? That's like a I, mobile. I painted it in the studio there, yeah, and then we and then we mounted it. Yeah, it could be moved. But it was, and, and the thing that was really cool about P- that. Cool piece of trivia. Did not know that. Yeah. And what was really cool is right between the Civic Center and the Bell, mm-hmm. which, you know, historic buildings. And then there's this bright green respect mural. Yeah, you're like James the Brown sponsor of every graduation. Graduation. But <laughs> but every time people go to vote and they're standing uh, in line yeah. to vote, yeah. they walk past that too. And to me, like, I, I just, 
I think that's great. I think it's 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 cool to do stuff in a business for Instagram things, but I also think it's it's really cool just to have that stuff as reminders every day. And a lot of times the stuff I do is some kind of reminder, like the get up Augusta. You know, I mean that. Get up. Let's do stuff. Right. Respect Augusta. Like all the icons that are on that are things that I love. I got Nacho Mamas and James Brown, and I put a house key on there for the people that live downtown. I, there's the train is on there. There's so much stuff on there Boo. that that I feel it's part of it's part of our <laughs> unique identity. I, I hate waiting for the train, but it is part of our unique identity. When people come to town, they're like, "Y'all have a train track running right through with no." Gates or anything? It's like, yeah, <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> right uh, before 9 a.m. <laughs> right. But those are the things that make, that's what gives yep. us an identity. 100%. To me, it's like we're we're not, we, we refuse to be a medical town. We refuse to be a, a military town. We sort of, we refuse to be a golf town. But we are a train running through the middle of downtown town. <laughs> yeah. We can't are get that. around that. We can't get around we can't. that. We are that. Literally. Uh, so the mural thing is is just something that kind of evolved out of uh, the art shows got booked up. Mm-hmm. You'd have to wait six months to show something at Sky City when it was open. And so it's like, well, I got stuff to show today, and I'm <laughs> going to find a wall, and I'm going to paint it on that. Right. That's how that started. But then you're also, you've already told us that you're into education. You educate yeah. people, and yeah. you see where this is going. Recently, you just hosted the first mural camp. Yeah. Can you talk to us about that? When did it happen? So that one, that was the brainchild of Matt Porter. And uh, he called me last year, probably in the fall. And he's making the summer schedule for camps. And I've taught camps. I've taught drawing camps. I've taught little things that I went in for a couple days. And we colored and had a good time. Right. He said, would you be interested in doing a mural camp? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we can do a mural camp. That sounds like it's something I could figure out. Has that been done anywhere never, else? Never. never. Have, I mean, even whenever I was I was in Austin and I was talking about it, and my friends that are much more you know famous mural people are like, that sounds awesome. You need to do that in every city. So uh, I basically walked outside from the Morris after the meeting, and I just looked around and just scanned the horizon, and I saw the little uh, Heffernan Insurance building over there. I was like, I bet you there's nothing on the side of that. And I, I walked over there, looked at the side, and it was just a – a really there's like a 30 foot 12 foot by 30 foot wall with wow. nothing on it found the owner richard caps he's a downtown businessman called him and immediately he's like sounds great absolutely we can do it and so the the support for it was just immediate and that's where having a good reputation helps mm-hmm. you know being involved in the community being on boards doing mm-hmm. those things it takes a lot of time but it also makes it so you can make one phone call and get permission to do right stuff. and so uh originally it's supposed to be 12 12 teenagers, uh, 13 to 17. Between everybody, you know, begging to get their kid into this thing, we ended up with 18 kids. It sold out almost immediately, and it, and it was not an inexpensive camp. I mean, it sold out immediately. Wow. And uh, we went down there. The kids designed this thing. They drew every part of it. They painted every part of it. I showed them all these tricks for how you can transfer a, an image up onto a wall, and then I made them draw it all by hand. <laughs> uh, it was 105 that week on the thermometer not feels like not like Jeez. some weird weather i remember math. that it was 105 i remember looking at that and yeah. seeing the pictures on and it rained it right? rained and I, when i say rain i mean like rain it was like heavy like forest gump sideways rain and it washed all the chalk off that the kids had drawn <sighs> they drew every bit of it on tuesday and then it washed off and hey they're getting a real life experience that's what i said that's what i said <laughs> on, the, on the thing i put these kids are going to paint a real mural and all you know people were texting me like what do you mean a real mural there's a fake mural i was like yeah there's fake ones i was like they're gonna get the real thing thing washed off we came back out on wednesday started painting got that whole wall painted by friday at lunchtime had a pizza party and i'm gonna tell y'all what those kids did not complain one time about anything nothing they just painted. They were proud of what they did. They had ideas. They came up with everything. They're like, what if we did this? They they worked together so well. And most of them didn't know each other. You know, there was a few that were like siblings. But for the most part, they didn't know each other. And I'm used to that, like, school dance, like everybody standing on the wall. Nobody wants to dance type right. thing. They were the opposite. They came in with so much confidence and they all thought they were the best one. And they were like, well, I'm going to get up here and paint this thing or else somebody else is going to paint it. And there was never a moment where they weren't all painting. And 
it was awesome. It was really cool. I had him spray painting. I had him brushing. I had him doing everything. And uh, at the end of it, it was, it was just such a cool thing to be a part of and to be able to stand back and kind of watch this process unfold. And all of them were just like, when you do this again, I need to sign up immediately. And I had one young lady that was like, I hate that I can't ever do this again. I was like, why are you moving? She's like, no, because I'm going to turn 18. I was like, you're 17. You know, I was like, I can't even believe it. Like, it just blew my mind that these kids are like, because they were 13 to 17, but they 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 look like little kids to me. You know, yeah. it, was, it was wild. Uh, but it was it was something else. And, and the coverage that it got, we made a video for it. And it was, we can't wait to do the next one. I have adults be like, when are you going to do an adult mural camp? That was my question. Yeah, I'll shoot. Next time I'm painting a mural, I'll call all adults. <laughs> I'll stand back and watch everybody paint yeah. everything I ever do. <laughs> so so is this an every other year event as well? No, I think that what we're going to do, and I, I, I we got to talk about it with the Morris, but uh, I think that next year what I'll probably do is maybe do two of them and probably do like a theme for each one. You know? Right. It'd be like, this one is the space invaders camp and this one is the wild west camp or whatever right and, and that way they can sort of choose because i think that we we're really fortunate to land on the theme and and to come up with an idea the way we did and that was the hardest part so i think i might dial that in a little bit more make it a little more predictable right because you know there's going to be a dud one day <laughs> there's right gonna be an idea that everybody's not into and so it might be a little bit easier to come up with an idea ahead of time just out of curiosity were the students all from augusta or was it csra do you know most of them were from augusta i think there was a few from the outskirts but there was some homeschooled kids there right. was some from north augusta uh but for the most part, they were just regular kids that just some of them were my friend's kids. And like we, we had a couple that just just like, I don't want my boy sitting at home all summer playing video games. Teach him to paint. Cool. Like, all right. I didn't teach him to paint. I just gave him brushes and told him to paint. <laughs> I gave him pointers whenever I could. But I, I went to Atlanta and bought a bunch of spray caps that did different things. And I taught him how to use those. And I also challenged him. I, I, my challenge for him was after you do this, you need to go to your community pool you need to get your parents let you paint your bedroom wall you need to find somewhere that will let you do your next mural keep painting keep painting yeah. and once they'd done it I, I mean especially the way that i showed them they they left they're really confident with their wow. skills and abilities that's awesome yeah so i i had a really good time and and we talked about the Augusta magazine they, they did a whole spread in the back of pictures from that mural camp which to me is is just the the coolest thing that could be covered as far as arts go uh because that's that's just the kind of thing i think that those kids all they're going to come back and be very productive artists in augusta if anybody's looking to see this material is there a website uh for people to look or maybe something to follow on social media to, to see, the, see mural? The, nec- the mural and the next Oh, well, follow like that. More information. The, yeah. The, yeah. the Morris Museum of Arts uh, calendar, they put out a really good, uh, like, an email blast with all their events coming up. And if you haven't been to the Morris Museum of Art, it's really a treasure that we have that a lot of people don't realize. Most cities don't have their own art museum. Mm-hmm. Most cities don't have their own Apple store. <laughs> and we have both of those. So if, uh, if is that the two things? Yeah, they just, you know, there's no Apple store in Savannah, uh, or Columbia, uh, but go to the Morris, go to, it's free on Sundays and it'll, it'll blow you away because there's, I, I think that whenever you do grow up in a place where you just, uh, there's something's always been there, you just sort of assume that it will always will be there and that everybody has this, but newsflash, we don't. Not everybody has an art museum, so go to that and check it out and then follow them because they have all kinds of other cool stuff going on, and they have a great team over there. Uh, Matt Porter, he got the in the in the arts issue, in the, um, the Arts Council's Art Awards, he got the Arts Professional of the Year, and that was before we'd even done the mural camp or anything. Like, he could win it again next year because he does so much stuff for this, this town Matt as far Porter, as that goes. He's been brought up maybe – 10 times already, David, we need to schedule. Oh yeah. yeah. And he has a great story and he's not from here either. He chooses to live here just like I do. That's cool. So, uh, yeah, great guy. And, uh, a lot of the stuff that I do, like he even, he's helped me with murals and a lot of times I bounce ideas off of him because he's one of those real honest people. And so I was like, Hey, is this a good idea? You know, I'm not sure. He's like, (laughs) sounds great. Like, okay, cool. 
Well, Matt said it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> so we've kind of we've kind of covered a lot. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to shout out for you real quick is something you wouldn't probably bring up is the fact that you win so many awards oh. that are like for the average person, probably low key stuff. But if you're in the industry, like yeah. kind of a big deal, like you win gold Addies, mm-hmm. uh, you win, uh, what, what, what awards, I mean, I'm putting you on the spot to be uncomfortable yeah. here, but talk about just these last couple of years, the awards you've been able to bring home since you've been a yeah. soloist. Oh, well, like Addies is one, like American Advertising Federation is a thing I'm part of. I mean, you it's, took it's the national, best, the best in show home, right? I did. I did. I got, I got overall best in show for the stuff I'd done for the poster got show. Like a belt, right? Yeah, yeah. They had a wrestling <laughs> thing. I got a big championship belt, which, which is super. It looks great on my shelf. Uh, but yeah, uh, awards is something that I think that it it sort of separates me from other individuals that are you know freelancers i don't like the term freelancer i like the independent mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to compete with all the freelancers out there there's just too many people and fiverr fiverr <laughs> and all that stuff and that's that's not the image i want you to think whenever you think of me i want you to think of me as a as a company that can do a lot and winning awards is is kind of part of a way to to show that because mm-hmm. anybody can say it but to go mm-hmm. out and and win some awards uh, kind of solidifies that with clients. And so, yeah, some, some gold Addies, regional Addies. Uh, I've got uh, published in several magazines. Uh, I guess the magazine just did a feature on me. Yep. Um, the I, I won a thing called uh, Logo Wave. I did a, a, a logo for Jackie M's. That was the other restaurant. Uh, Jackie yeah, M's. Jackie M's. M's. You did a great job. Uh, which they were really one of the first ones that got that ball rolling. I, I owe Clint like a ton. Of, like I need to go buy him a, a Philly cheesesteak at his own place. <laughs> or something. Uh, the, he own he own was place. one of the first ones that got the ball rolling on the restaurants. But I did a logo for them for uh, their chicken Philly, the hot bird. And it just exploded. It started going everywhere. And then I entered it into this design competition, and they only picked one. There's only one winner, and I won the entire thing. Wow. And I like I couldn't believe it because it was like the people who judge this thing are people that write books that are on my bookshelves. And I got the, the thing that says, congrats, you won this thing. And I was like, holy crap. And it was like a lot of money. I got like all my software paid for for like the next year and wow. this big cool trophy. <laughs> I was like, dang. And awards and competitions like that don't necessarily prove everything, but it's a nice like little thermometer for where you're at. Yeah. And uh to get something like that that I just an all or nothing deal was very 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 cool, especially for something that I was able to do for a local business in South Augusta. It's easy to do a t-shirt for Nike and, and make it cool, but make a chicken Philly logo and win a worldwide competition <laughs> with it. I, I want to see somebody do that. Uh, and so it is, I, I do, you're right. I, I, I'm not going to come in and lead with that, but if you catch me on a zoom call, I got all those awards right yep. behind me. Yep. <laughs> gonna see him. Yep. I got to make sure that gets brought up. I, I had to yeah. make sure. We ready? Yep. Is there anything else that you'd like to talk about? I can just say, go, go get your Banjo BQ tickets and come to Banjo BQ and see all of my work that's going to be out there because that is going to probably be the next big showcase of things that I'm doing. And I got a couple mural things coming up and some like top secret things, like nothing I nothing to hint about, but I got some things going on in my mind. That, you know, once I get done with all this other work, like the slingshot is going to blast off and I'm going to do some cool stuff in the fall. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. Just go out and support these local artists and and all these people doing stuff, and uh, just keep trying to make Augusta cool. Just keep making it cooler and cooler and cooler. Awesome. So we have asked you this question before, but we ask every guest yeah. on the show this question. It was and a while ago. Yeah, so. it's, it's been a while. Yeah. But I'm gonna go back and listen and yeah. compare. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we ask every guest on the show the drop the disc question. We're here dropping the disc, talking about awesome things happening in the city through y'all people mm-hmm. on our show um if someone were to walk up to you and diss augusta what would you say to them the drop the disc question is presented by Tranner gray media 
Here at Trainer Gray Media, we are a full-service, award-winning marketing agency specializing in video production based right here in Augusta. We have experience at both the local and national level, partnering with businesses to bring their message to the forefront. Whether you need video, graphic design, digital or traditional advertising, web work, or creative services, we exist to help you tell your story. Wow. My, I, I would almost bet, because it's the first thing that comes to mind, what I said last time is then move. That's probably what I would say, <laughs> then, then move somewhere else. Uh, but I think that I think that it, part of it is people do come up to me and say that. And there are people that are frustrated with this or that. And a lot of times I almost feel like it's not Augusta's fault. It's not Augusta's fault that you're frustrated. Quit asking for permission to do stuff. Go out and do things. And if you don't like Augusta, change it. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. I change the landscape. I literally change what you see driving down the street. And a lot of that stuff, it's not a coincidence that I do it on my drive down the street. The places I go <laughs> are where I paint murals. He has the best <laughs> drive in town. I, do. I don't. I mean, no, I got nothing but love for Hepzibah and Thompson and Evans. I don't paint a lot of murals out in Hepzibah. I don't, you don't see a lot of my work on Tobacco Road. Great people there, but I'm not there. You're going to see a lot of it on Broad Street. You're going to see a lot of it from my drive, from my house. I'm going to have my poster show at the WOW Club, which is by my house. And if I suggest you do the same. If you live in an area, if you're in Harrisburg, if you're in Evans, if you're in Martinez, wherever you are, if you don't like it, make it better. That's the beauty of Augusta. You can change stuff here. Jason Craig, one-man agency. That's right. right here. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all can follow him on Jason the 29th. Yeah. And, on Instagram. Yeah. And, and, and friend me up on LinkedIn. Buy and, some and, shirts. Endorse me for some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, awesome. Jason. Thanks Thank so much, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for everything.